Check, check. 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 I've had plenty of times where I've just put my foot in my mouth. I've done that plenty of times. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap, guys. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And boy, we are doing great today. We are. We're doing great. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful 75 degrees We're outside. We're looking at a nice, non-humid, right? 70 degree day. Nice Sun is breeze shining. coming in off the lake. I don't think there. It's like I wouldn't even say partly cloudy. I don't think there's any clouds in there's, the sky. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look west facing, mm-hmm. there's some white cumulus clouds. There we go. Uh, against a nice. Uh, uh, blue sky, like an. Uh, I'm trying to think of a fancy. <laughs> trying to think of a fancy word for blue. Does like, it one start with an A, like a zeal or a? Uh, I think that's azure. Azure. Yeah. I feel like we're summoning some satanic azure. Azure, rise, <laughs> rise, azure, <laughs> from the ashes of hell. Cleanse my soul. Hey, what's up? I'm azure. What you need? <laughs> Azure yeah. would be the name of a kid who works at a coffee shop in Lincoln Park. Hey, bro. Hey, I'm Azure. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm Azure. Azure, A Z Y E. I think it's A Z U R E. No, it's this. This is how he <laughs> spells his name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you, but when I find someone with a weird name like that, I just instantly don't like them. Like they're already at a huge disadvantage <laughs> when I meet someone with a name that's yeah. really odd because I look at that as like. Your parents were struggling to make sure that you that you had a unique name, yeah. and I feel like it's just going to cause them problems down the road. Oh, it absolutely, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Like we've got, yeah, yeah. Especially when I see people who's, yeah, it, it, it's a regular name, but it's spelled. It's not even a unique name spelled weird, but a regular name spelled. It's weird. It's like Jill, J Y L. Right. Yeah. My name's Jill. And it's like no, it's not. Mm-mm. No. No. J Y L single L no I no. no. Nope, I'm sorry. No. That is incorrect. <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah. You go back and tell your parents they were wrong. Right. That's not how you spell it. I'm sorry. My name is Justin. It's spelled G E S. Ugh. No, sorry. G E. What would be the. <laughs> you got to do it on your hand like the, the, the spelling kids on the channel. <laughs> right. G E C C. Does that make a sh- sound? That's a Just, ch. That's a ch. Like that's a Volucci. Ch- Volucci. Ah, <laughs> Volucci. Let's think on him for a while. <sighs> Volucci. I'm not even going to finish spelling my name because <laughs> I don't like it. Before you, it would be like J U S T Y N, Justin. Sure, we could do that. It's like, mm, the Y doesn't belong there. J E S T Y N. Justin? No, it's Justin. <laughs> I hate that too because like, they make you feel like an asshole. Oh, like, Justin? No, Justin. I Why to, would you say that? I used to work with a woman, spelled her name Deborah, but she went by Deborah. Did For, she. Did she. She. Actually pronounced her name Deborah? Yeah. Really? I, uh, that was the first time that I'd ever encountered that. That makes me angry. So moving forward, every Deborah I met I thought was Deborah. <laughs> and I remember saying that to a woman once as she was checking in. I was like, Deborah? She goes, no. It's Deborah. <laughs> it looks at you like you got three heads. And I was like, oh. Well, because I was like, you know, you see Angel, it's actually pronounced Angel, you know, or George Jorge. You know, so I'm like, oh, this must be one of those things. I don't think it is. Right. Because I haven't met anyone else that goes by Deborah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Or was this, you know, I used to work in a call center in high school. There was, you know, I used to call all the Jesus Jesus. Right. And the guy was like, next to me, he was like, yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't like, like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And the next call I did was, I'm like, uh, is Jesus there? They're like, who? It's like, Jesus, who? Is Jesus there? Oh, yeah. Hang on a second. Oh, I'm like, geez. really? Really? What am I supposed to do? Because then I feel like the asshole. Yeah. If I don't pronounce it right, if I don't call it right, you know, it's like... That's why I've never gotten in, pissed at anyone. If they've forgotten my name or... I, there's no way you can mispronounce Justin, but, like, it's never... Because <clears throat> I'm just like, look, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to hold it against you. You know, like, people... I For my whole life, since I was born... The, for two weeks after I was born, my grandfather called me Jason. Mm-hmm. And mom, my mom's like, Dad, his name is Justin. <laughs> He's, you're going to give him a complex. Stop yeah. it. <clears throat> and in my whole life since then, ever, I have always been called Jason. And I actually respond to it. Like yeah. yesterday, uh, Beth and I were coming home and we saw someone um, that – or someone saw us first that we hadn't seen in a long time. And she scre- she's like, Jason. And I actually turned around and I was like, hey, Tiffany. I was like, what's going on? That's hilarious. And then she called me Jason a few more times. I was like, it's actually Justin. 
Because I'm like, I better nip this now or else she's going to feel even worse later. Because that's a weird thing, too. Later yeah. on, like years later, you're like, actually, it's Justin. Why didn't you correct me? <laughs> right. So like, I'll correct I people, but I do not hold it against them at all. I was oh, just yeah. like, don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've yeah, I've got rattled one. off her full name, her date of birth. Like, don't worry <laughs> about it. Yeah. Number, exactly. You know, no, exactly. it's okay. No, it's it happens. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. I'll never hold that against anyone who mm. gets my name wrong or anything like that. I'm like, dude, it's fine. We're Doug. I don't know. I get Greg a lot, especially on the phone. I'm what? Like, I'll say hi. This is Doug. People are like, hey, Greg. Mm, I don't know about like, that. All right, whatever. At work, there's a Jesse. And it always gets confused with Justin. Mm. I don't know why. I don't get that. I don't get that either. There's a J, but yeah. I don't see anything else that would make you confused. Anyway, any time that he has a good call, though, they're mm-hmm. always like, oh, Justin, thank you so much, and hangs up. So I keep getting all the praise. <laughs> That's how I got my promotion was through Jesse. <laughs> he actually should have got I am him. the best. <laughs> I am the best. So like, ah, I'm not going to correct him on that one, though. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Justin works for me. Yeah, you know what? It yeah. is Justin. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll just try to piss people off and go, one more time, that is Jesse. <laughs> Have a good day, fucker. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go My name's Jesse. <laughs> just just dragging it through the mud. Like, yeah, fuck you. That's how, I, that's, that's how I roll, you son of a bitch. So, uh... You think I need this job? <laughs> fuck you. I do need it, actually. Please don't tell anybody. <laughs> I gotta pay that rent, baby. I gotta pay that rent. Uh, so I uh, recently watched uh, Jeff uh, Jim Jeffrey's newest. You got his name wrong. I did. <laughs> I called him Jeff. Jeff, spelled G E O F F. No, that's always a weird one too. G off. It's like G off. I'm like, how's that Jeff? It's like, yeah. <sighs> anyway. So you watched Jim Jeffrey. Jim Jeffrey's newest uh, special called Free Dumb, spelled free and then dumb, like you're a dumb shit. Nice. Um, and I thought it was it was really uh, seems about on par for Jim Jeffries. Yeah, it's yeah. funny the the logo of it is him like with Donald Trump hair. So which is <laughs> I love it. And if you guys haven't listened, is it on to, Netflix? It is on Netflix. Okay. If you guys haven't listened to Jim Jeffries, he's uh, kind of a shocking guy. He definitely uh, from Australia. He's from Australia. That was a weak attempt at doing an Australian accent. I'm not very good at it. Anyway. I mean, it was like it was it was Australia. as if you tried to, tried to do an Australian and then just was like ah fuck it I'm just gonna like, do what Kennedy. Am, what am I doing? <laughs> Australia. Yeah, what do I got? Nothing. <laughs> Jim Jeffries has an, am- an amazing American accent, by the way, and That's also a very good Canadian accent. He's very good impressive. At, okay, yeah, very impressive. Nice, because he'll go from Australia to American. You're like, damn, that damn, guy, Jim. that guy, that guy understands how to do it. Yeah. Um, but you may have known him uh, from he did a gun rant or an anti-gun rant in his last special. S- Bear spot fucking on. By the way, that is yeah. one of my favorite pieces of comedy ever. I think it was so well thought out. He did another one a couple of years ago too. That was like, uh, it was like a ten minute spiel about religion. He's very much an atheist. Okay, so, yeah. And he kind of abandoned that for a while, and then the special he brings it back up again. Atheism. Yeah. yeah. Basically talking about how religious people are holding us back. Okay, well that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, but I I really enjoyed the special. But um, he opened the special up with uh, jokes about rape. Specifically about Bill Cosby. It's okay. And jokes about rape or about Bill Cosby? About Bill Cosby raping. Okay. Okay. And um, my immediate reaction was I pulled back. I was like, oh. Kind of recoiled. I was and- like, am I supposed to, is this okay? Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I don't like, and I found them to be funny jokes. Sure. Um, and even halfway through the bit, um, he was saying how he'd been reviewed in the past, or he did this in Australia and he got a really bad review. Uh, from a woman who was doing a, a writing for a paper, you know, talking about um, you know all of his opinions about this sort of stuff, and he goes, "These aren't my opinions; these are my jokes." And he's like, "There's a big difference between what I think and what I think is funny." And um, I thought that was interesting because um, that was interesting. Uh, there's another guy, uh, Jesselnik. I forget his Anthony Jesselnik. Anthony Jesselnik. Yeah. I watched his special. Did the same thing. Yeah. Like, a lot of his jokes. A lot of left turns. I don't know if I've ever seen a stand-up special, but I was not a fan of his show. The yeah. Jesselnook Effect, I just mm-hmm. I couldn't get into it. And it kind of turned me off from it. But sure. is, is his stand-up good? I enjoyed it. I yeah? mean, there was a lot of, like, the setup is there, and then it's just like, left turn. You're okay. like, whoa. Right. It's a very, like, shocking. And two-thirds of the way through, he stops and goes, all right, cool. I'm done with my jokes now. Now I'm going to talk to you, like, on a real level about stuff that had happened to him. About oh, him losing his show. And about all this other sort of stuff that he had done. And it was really interesting because he was talking a lot about... Because he was known for, like, the day the Boston bombing happened. He made a joke. Oh, the marathon, yeah. Yeah, he made a tweet. He made a joke that's like, you know... you know, He said something about... 
you know, people not being able to, to finish, you know, cross the, the, not being able to cross the finish line. Yeah, just, okay. So something like, I'm going to paraphrase it for most of my Something along the The worst thing about these events is some people just can't finish the, you know, cross the finish line. Okay. So and people were lost their shit, I'm sure. Outraged, yeah. and um, he, you know, was pressured by Comedy Central to take the, to delete the tweet, and he did, and he said he always regretted doing it. Really? Because for him, there's no, there's no time between two, there's no too soon. Okay. Because he also made a nice thing about, he goes, you know, people are always talking about thoughts and prayers and thoughts and prayers. He goes, your thoughts and prayers don't mean shit. He goes, don't mean a goddamn thing. Right. Saying that you're, you're thinking and you're praying for these people. He's like, fucking do something about it. I, I'll, I'll agree to that. I mean, I, I know the, anyone who's religious will argue that, well, I'm praying and my prayers are going up to God and he's making, you know, he's hearing it and going. He's putting in his file system. Well, that's, I got, uh, he's me, got an administrative assistant who's typing them up. That's what I wanted. Putting him through the process. I've actually never gone through and broken that out before. Yeah. But like when you pray. What I mean, that is essentially what is it you think that it's just like the little like your prayers are going up to God and he's getting them and filing through them and going, all right, this week we had the most prayers for this. So this will get my attention now. Like I mentioned, he's got what? different teams of people like they're, they're like my job right. split up by <clears throat> regions. Right. All right, we got Team A, Region A over here. How are we doing? What are we looking at for the prayers? This week? All right, boss. Well, here's what we had happen. We had a couple of shootings. We had a couple of wildfires. We had a mudslide. So. Prayers are kind of rocking over here. Prayers this, are coming this, in on the West Coast. We're, yeah. we're coming in big time right, here. So yeah. uh, I don't know which ones you want to handle because you know, God's a busy guy. Uh, do you think God uses Agile or Scrum? I don't Have know what either it? of those things are. No? Those in the uh, <laughs> software development world will be rolling right now. <laughs> I'll take your word for yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed on their behalf. That's how, <laughs> that's how, he, that's how he handles uh, what, what needs I think to get he done uses, next. I think he uses Trello. Trello does he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to stay organized. He, he does, you know, yeah. Do it Move it from one column to the other, exactly. Which is essentially the foundation of, of Scrum. But yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I agree. Like, yeah, like your thoughts and prayers. That's great, and it may make you feel good, and it's it's kind that you're thinking of other people. But <clears throat> at the same time, like, what is that doing for them? I think the 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 intent is good. To be like, sure. hey, basically saying, hey, I'm I'm thinking of you guys, like. I'm not just going about my day right. ob- oblivious to this. I'm thinking about you guys. But you see it so much nowadays that someone actually made an 8-bit game called Thoughts and Prayers. No. And bad stuff's happening in the U.S. It's like, you know, press A to send thoughts and press you know, S to send uh, prayers. And you're doing it. And it's like, see how many people you've saved. And the spoiler is you never save anybody. Oh. It's like it's, it has like a score. It's like amount of people you saved zero. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I, 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 pretty funny. It's it's a it's a good commentary. I think. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> because people are the first to hop on Facebook, Twitter. Oh my god! Whatever, absolutely. Like, yeah. Thoughts and prayers for this, and it's like they feel like they've done their good deed by putting a hashtag, right, and just firing that stuff out. Right. Right. <clears throat> I mean, if yeah, like if I I would say that if you're gonna, there's nothing wrong with voicing that you stand with a specific cause or stand behind a, a group of people who have become victims or anything like that. But, I mean, that goes only so far. You've got to take the next step. If you're going to do that, take the next step and actually get involved in something, in, in activism, in, sure. you know, uh, creating a uh, foundation or donating or something or mm-hmm. donating time or money or resources or canned goods or whatever, it, you know, whatever. The- or having a dialogue about something. You know, if it's something like obviously we have a lot of social problems going on Absolutely, right now in the yeah. news. And interestingly enough, I saw a guy face post on Facebook because, amongst other things that are happening, there's a new thing out called Pokemon Go. I don't know if you're familiar with I this. I have seen Chris Vellucci tweeting about it, yeah. So I, everyone was just going just crazy about this a couple of days ago. I'm like, all right, what the hell is this? Uh, it's an app that you download that is, it works with the real world. And when you log into it, there's Pokemon that are in the actual world. So like you Based could- on where you are locally... So wait, it's an app. Does it like use your camera? Yes. So like you can actually see. It's got like an overlay of like what your camera sees, yes. and it shows you where Pokeballs are. Yes. Oh, that's actually. And based cool. on where, you're, like, if you're near water, you'll have water-based Pokemon show up. And like, if you're near like monuments and landmarks, yeah, there'll yeah. be like shops or possibly rare ones that'll pop up. So people are actually getting out and, and like walking around the city and stuff to try and catch Pokemon. And people are like. That's funny. meeting up and yeah. like be challenging each other like to, with, with Pokemon. Really cool. Can you process. like? Can you like? If you like, 
both are pointing your camera at a space and you challenge each other, can you like throw Pokemon balls out and they fight? You watch them fight each other. I think the only way you can fight is through gyms, but there's actual locations for gyms and you can sign up uh, with a, a particular one and then you can you can actually fight people. Okay, the, but I don't know if you like you just. I don't think you can just walk up to someone and be like, "I challenge you," and then go. Yeah, I think you have to do it through like their gym sort of situation. Okay, I don't know anything about Pokemon. All I know is that it's essentially you know you're basically just treating animals like garbage. You're capturing them and then you're forcing them to fight. Sure. Okay, that sounds about right. <laughs> but this kid was posting about it and he said, you know, I shouldn't be getting crap for posting about Pokemon Go and not about other things that are happening, like with the shootings and stuff like sure. that. He goes, why, why can't I take a moment to celebrate this game and also feel bad about what's happening in Dallas, what's happening in Minnesota, and what's happening down in you know Louisiana. Sure, he's like I, they're not mutually exclusive. Sure, and I found that interesting because I was like, you know, it's been a shitty week with that sort of stuff happening. I mean, yeah. like every single day there's something awful happening, and I'm like, you know, I definitely think it, by no means should we just ignore it. Right, but we can't take a minute out of our day to be like, hey, this Pokemon game is awesome. I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I see the, the argument to, you know, life doesn't stop. You know, uh, things still go on and you still have other things are happening in the world. And, you know, there are fun things and there are sad things and there are serious things and goofy things. And, you know, all that there is the spectrum. But um, I just I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not saying he was wrong for posting about it. I just think that people are, are at, a, at a point right now where they're like the, the they're super aware and, and sensitive and, and there's just a lot of shit that's going on. And, and everyone has a right to be as sensitive as they are right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but I, I, I don't think he was wrong for doing it, but I, I also understand people who are like, who may have an issue with him doing it. I mm-hmm. don't think he should, I don't think it should prevent him from posting if he wants to, but the people who are like, Hey man, what about showing some solidarity for all this other stuff that's mm-hmm. happening? I get them being upset. I, I don't think anyone's wrong in this scenario. Is yeah. the thing you know what I mean? Yeah, I, just I think everyone like, is everyone's thoughts and feelings about it. His and his detractors are both valid. Sure, and I yeah. also look at it as like, hey guys, just don't post anything ever. Like me, <laughs> Doug just decides to <laughs> sit and I was like, I will absolutely have a conversation with right. people about this, just not over Facebook. The the one thing I mean. Th- Social media and and the, the all the social platforms have they're a wonderful way of getting a message out there mm-hmm. and uniting people and getting people to rally around a cause. But at the same time, it can if if something is done incorrectly or if people view it as being done incorrectly, it can cause such a firestorm mm-hmm. be around that too. Like and it can almost be more detrimental than it is helpful. Like it's 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 such a catch twenty. Social media is the ultimate catch twenty two. It really yeah. is. It it is it is the yin and the yang. It is the good and the bad. It it serves both ends of the dichotomy. It's I think very it's the weird. internet at its core. It's both. Yeah, I mean I, the internet. Yeah, absolutely. The social media is just given a specific platform to that. Sure. Yeah. And I just I you know it's I don't know. I just I feel like it's interesting to me to have someone you know chastise someone for what they are or are not posting about. You right. Know? Yeah. Like when you know, for some, like I saw some people complaining, like after the stuff happened with in France, or like uh, um, the uh, I think it was the the gay marriage amendment or sure. decision. Like if you didn't put that French flag a part of your profile picture, oh, yeah. or like the 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 rainbow flag is part of your profile picture, people just assume that you weren't a part of them. Right. And I was like, people was like, dude, I can support this without having to put this shit on my profile picture. Like, what the hell? Right. Like, I understand the point too, where it's like, hey, let's let's all. Let's all do this and show that we're all on board for it. But if someone doesn't do that, it, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean they're, they're the enemy. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean – I guess that that's a good point. Like just because they're not saying something doesn't mean that they're a, they're against the cause. Sure. It just means that maybe they're just choosing to not go vocally public with it or whatever. Yeah. You know, they just – they want to – yeah. Because I think there's a big difference between posting about something on Facebook and then doing something in real life about it. You know, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. again, it's, it's no different than typing thoughts and prayers. I mean, you could go on a huge rant on Facebook about how all this stuff is wrong and everything like that. You don't ever do anything or don't ever change in your life. It's like what if, right? What, right. It's no different than typing thoughts and prayers. You right. know, you know, for, absolutely. for those, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because it's it's definitely one of the things where it should be talked about. 
absolutely. The dialogue needs to be even heavier than it already is. 100%. Like it, it needs to be at the forefront, yeah. And that sort of stuff, I think, is incredibly important for people to be aware. And I feel like with the internet and, and, and Facebook and, and Twitter, like people can all of a sudden have a dialogue. Right. Now, whether or not you're going to change people's minds is one thing, but people at least have a platform to talk to people on a global sense as yeah. opposed to if this happened 100 years ago, A – the news of it coming would be completely. <laughs> a month later, we'd hear about a month later, something hear happened. About it. So and so this, you and know, how accurate would it have been? Who knows? Right. It's a telephone game at that point. But yeah. then you're also only you're isolated to that community. You know, of right? You talk amongst your neighbors and exactly. Yeah, exactly. And really, I mean, growing up, even where I was, you know, in northeastern Missouri, like I was, I was surrounded by that community, and it's a fine community. It is yeah. what it is. But it's not a global. Like I don't get all the perspectives. I get the perspectives of that community. Right. I don't get the full dialogue from someone in California, from someone over in China, you know, from someone in the UK. Yeah. Like I don't get those other perspectives and those other voices to kind of help almost average it out, if you will, to see kind of the different points of view and see where I line up. Right. In accordance with it, because unfortunately, one of the worst things you can do these days and go to the, is go to the comment section. Oh my of God. Places because Absolutely. you're just like, oh boy. What, or it's interesting to read like a trending topic on Facebook, and then you see like the news posts, and then it starts going down to like the people who have posted about it, right? And you start to see whether or not there's everyone's to one way or everyone's to the other. Like you can kind of see how the, you kind of get a almost a litmus test of how people are feeling about a situation, yeah. Which is always interesting to me when it's kind of split down the middle. It's interesting, like, but I also get really, I actually find myself like getting nervous and like getting like, so like if, you know, some, with, with everything that's happened in the last week with, you know, all the shootings and everything, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, obviously people have been, like we've said on Facebook about it, but then you scroll down. If someone posts a very strong opinion to one side, scrolling down in the comments to that post and seeing people who disagree with that. And you can just see the shitstorm starting, yeah. like, and and you can see the fire starting to bellow up, and it actually makes me, it gives me anxiety. I'm reading it, I'm just like, oh, guys, don't fight, like, just come on, we need to just, this is not going to be, this isn't going to be helpful because no, no one's opinion is going to get swayed, and it's just going to open a, a, a wound that's larger. Like, I just get sad when I go to those things because I'm like, oh, oh. this is going to be reduced to name calling yeah and there's not going to be because the things that make me happy is when an actual intelligent dialogue happens and it happens more often than you'd think i've watched people actually send stuff back and forth to each other with different points and things like and that and it's been respectable and i'm yeah. like and i'll know that but people are so used to people being shitty they go hey thank you for right the measured response and for actually communicating with me on this because I just, you know, I, it's so easy because it's a part of our ideology. It's who we are. Yeah. And we always feel like we're being attacked. And right. I feel the same way when I read something, something that I disagree with or something that's unfounded. Like, my favorite ones are like, I told you that I called this two years ago, man. New World Order's happening. Right, right. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, those are the kinds of guys I'm like, I can ignore you easily. Yeah. But there's other ones that are just like, you know, like, well, you know, that guy was black and, uh, you know, he could have been resisting arrest. I'm just like, uh-oh. Like, that's, right. like, that's why, where... That's, uh, you know, like, that you're, that person posted that just to start... He posted it to incite. Well, no, that maybe... Like, he posted it saying, like, 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 yeah, exactly. Or he looked at it as, you know, people love to go and be like, uh, well, what was this guy's background? What was his record? Right. Because if they can find one thing... If they can call out the stereotypes. That's out of line. If right. there's one thing that happened to this guy... Right. Within the last 10 years, they can be like, well, you know, he was arrested at one point for shoplifting. So he had a record. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Exactly. And you're looking at it going, oh, boy. Like, and and that guy believes that. Right. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that's a problem, you know? And it's... It's tough, and it's it sucks that this stuff happens because honestly, and I'll I'll admit this openly, when I was growing up, I was like, "Cool, racism is done. We're we're done with it." You just kind of thought it's it was, gone. Wasn't a thing. Yeah, I grew up in a white community in northeastern Missouri. Right. I didn't see very many black people or anyone of color for right. that matter. I was like, "Cool, everything's great because everything's great with me." Right, and then. All of a sudden, as I got older... You were older, informed only by your circumstance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, OJ, the whole the trial that happened with that, totally didn't... You know, the Watts riots, like, none of that never, never reached me. Right. So I'm like, no, we're good, guys. We beat it. Slavery's right. gone. We did it. Civil rights happened. We're good. And then as I got older, I, I would see these things happen. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought we were done with this. Like, right. it was a shock to a me. legitimate shock for you. To yeah. be like, wait, this is still happening? Right. Or my brother would be like, dude... He would take me to 
whoever I think it was in uh, Columbia, Missouri. He goes, dude, look at the racial lines in this town. Mm. You can see where the white people live and where the black people live. And he's like, and you'll notice the predatory loan places are on the black neighborhoods. And he just was like, and I'm like 18 years old going. Trying to show, was he Whoa. trying to illustrate to you he's the like, fact yeah, that dude, this like, is it's like, not, racism is not done yet. Yeah, like, he's just like, he's just going, dude, look how, look how shitty this is. how segregated this is. And yeah. I was like, no way. And then I started, you know, reading the news more sure. and seeing more things. And it became shocking to me as I saw it that I was like, oh, there's still a problem. Right, yeah. And there, Or then as you get older and some of the people you grew up with, you go back and talk to them, you're like, oh, uh-oh. Right. Oh, man, that's the worst. Uh-oh. Hey, honestly, I mean, we've talked about this off mic before, but that's the yeah. worst is when you're online and you find someone who like you've been friends with for so many years, and, and then all of a sudden they post something, and you're like, oh, that sucks. I didn't yeah. realize we were... We're at odds. We now. were polar opposites. Yeah, I or, didn't realize you're my mortal yeah. enemy now. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those things you see it and you're like, oh fuck, I wish I didn't know that. Right. Because I want to remember you like I used to. Right. And now that I have this knowledge, you're always gonna. I'm gonna. In my I, mind, I'm gonna categorize you with these I, other people. I judge you now. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sucks because yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, there's very few people. There was one one guy I I used to know who was a really good friend of mine, and he and I differed on the political spectrum. Okay. I wouldn't know if it was drastic, but we respected each other very much. We were very good you friends. You could have the discussion. Absolutely. And, and it never got out of control. It no. never got, yeah. Well, knowing that, but I also knew that he was way more well-read and educated oh, so he could, than I was. he could out-argue his points? Well, for me, I was just like, I would always, my thing would always, I was asking him a question. I'd be like, where do you sit on this? He, okay. worked, he used to work for the CIA. So okay. my favorite thing was right around the 2008 elections, I'm like, which presidential candidate on the Democratic side is going to fuck you over the most? I go, or actually, I said, which presidential candidate will fuck you the hardest? Yeah. yeah. In your position being working for the government and in intelligence, yeah. which one would do the most damage to you? Because I, then I started thinking, like, oh, my God, every four years, these guys must be shitting their pants because someone may drastically change right. the direction of what they're doing right. and may fuck over their jobs. Right. For the most part, I don't see a lot of impact whenever a different president takes over. I just live my life. Yeah. But if your job is dependent on them making these decisions in a military sense, yeah, that's gotta you gotta be like fuck, right, dude? What if they what if they get rid of like they cut our funding for the military, right? Like we're gonna lose jobs. Like that could be really intense. Yeah, for that sort of stuff. And he would just I would always love just chatting with him about different stuff because he was very intelligent and he was always very respectable. And I was always like cool. Because I'm more, I'm definitely on the liberal side of things. Um, but I love finding someone who has, because for me, because for, you always hear about the, the really hardcore on either side. Yeah. And you're like, God, well, I want someone more closer on the middle, just on the other side. Okay, so we yeah. can be like, be like, cool, what about stuff? Because in their perspective, like I've known people that work in the medical field, and they're a little more conservative because... You know, for them, they see a lot of uh, welfare people that are abusing the system. Okay. They'll come in all the time. They'll get uh, medications and drugs that they don't need, or they find a way to get them, and then they don't really, you know what I mean? So for them, they're like, fuck that. Fuck the welfare system. Fuck these guys. And they lean more conservative. I'm like, that makes sense to me, though, because that's what you see all the time. Right. I'm not very pro-union because I worked in a, in a union environment for six years, and they drove me fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck that shit. But I also realized that it can be incredibly helpful mm -hmm. in certain places. But I realized how those sort of experiences will also align you right. ideologically. Right. And then I was like, let's have an intelligent conversation about it. Because I'm like, although you're seeing the shitty part of it, it also has to be helping too, right? Right. There. Oh, I mean, there's two. there are always two sides to every argument. Like, ev it doesn't matter if one is blatantly right or wrong mm -hmm. there are still two sides and it just it's yeah i think it's it's to having the dialogue being able to get to that point and still respect each other is something that i don't know if it's just us as americans or us as a world society we just i i don't know how you get there because i think we're so i i feel like we're so far gotta get rid of religion there well i mean <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's what Jim Jeffries would say. Yeah. Get rid of a religion and we'll talk about this logically. Right, right. But I mean, like, like the, it's the people who are super far left and super far right who just won't listen to anything the other side has to say, won't even take into consideration. And you need that two-way dialogue. You need to at least – you still may not agree after the discussion's over, but you've at least heard where they're coming from. And yeah. it may help. it may help both sides figure out a way to stop – 
what's ha- like stop the bullshit that's happening. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but I think, like, what do you do? You think it's do you think that's more so an American problem, or do you think no? Obviously, just, look look at the Brexit stuff that happened. I mean, yeah. the, those people were pretty split down the middle as far as like what they thought and everything. And again, I haven't read a ton on it. Yeah, but I it seems like one of the the primary issues was immigration stuff that was going on. That's why people wanted to leave because they didn't want to have to allow people across their borders sure. as part of the European Union sort of stuff. Whereas other people were like, trade-wise, this makes the most sense. So there was different ideological stuff. And then you throw in politics and politicians who are spinning shit and yeah. doing that sort of politics and politicians. I think that's – get rid of religion and get rid of, get rid of politics. Like that's – but there's, there's no two things – in the world more divisive than politics and religion. Ugh. Honestly, I, I firmly believe that. The thing is, like, I can I can I don't really like a lot of like hardcore religion stuff because I feel like it clouds people's judgment and mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. But when I see a politician and I can see them doing their politician stuff, <laughs> it really just I'm like, oh go fuck yourself. <laughs> what are you doing? And cause part of it too is like I'm not a master I don't know, but I, I spot stuff. Sure. I, I, I read between the lines, and I see that sort of stuff, and I'm like, there's a lot of people that can't see this either. Right. And they're just eating it up. And That's I'm like, the thing that I think scares me the most. you. And they know that, too. They're right. like, they're playing the numbers. Yep. They're like, on average, X amount of people are going to believe what I say. They're right. not going to check the facts. Or they're just going to see the sound bite. They're going to hear the sound bite or see the headline, and they're going to believe it. Absolutely. And they don't. They won't read the details for it. And then they get incited, they get angry, yeah. and then that's what they do. And they, and I, I'm going to sound like this guy. That's how they use their puppet strings on you. <laughs> you're all puppets. I hate being that guy. But I see that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. You're playing the game. Right. You got to play the game. Like, you can't just be like, I'm not going to be a politician. I'm like, good luck. Right. Because at some point, you're going to need something from somebody. Right. In order to do that, you got to play the game. Right. You got to give them something. You gotta get, they're going to give you something. And somewhere along the way, you guys compromise. That's right. how it works. But. When you compromise, that's when that's when the slippery that's when the that's moral slope starts. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you may not want to do it, but you're like, I got to give this guy something so I can get what I need. Right. And then, boom, boom, and then before you know it, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And part of it makes sense because it's a negotiation. You're not always going to get what you want, but at the same time, it's just like, but what? What are we giving up? You know, it's like you see so many of these bills. They're like the headline is this bill was going to do this and these people voted against it. It's like, yeah, but what other extra shit was tacked onto the bill? Right. Where they're like, no, we're not going to agree to this bill. But the headline is like Democrats kill bill that would save children, <laughs> you know, or right. some shit like that. It's like, yeah, because yeah, tacked into there, they said they wanted to basically uh, jack up oil prices or, you know, murder your grandmother. And right. they're like, well, they still the bill was for this. Right. You know, they're not saving children. They don't want to yeah. save children. It's right. just like, fuck, I hate that. I hate that double speak. Yeah. I'm just like, and I get it, it exists there. There's nothing you're going to do to change it. It's been around since the beginning of time for humans. There's constant that sort of stuff. But it's just infuriating to me because it sets us back. Yeah. It keeps us like, as Jim Jeffrey says again, he makes a reference to there being a train. Okay. He goes, imagine this train of human existence. It's like the train has to keep moving because if we stop moving, you know, we'll deplete all the resources around that area. Nature essentially will overcome and we'll never move. We'll eventually die. He's like, at the front of the train is you have your atheists, you know, <laughs> your scientists, and they're the conductors. And the second car, he goes, you got a bunch of people that I don't feel like get enough shit, but you get the agnostics. People are like, I don't know. I don't know. There might be something there. I don't know. He goes, and then on the third car, which is twice as big as the first two cars put behind, he goes, you got all your fucking religious people. <laughs> He goes, and this train is crawling. It is barely moving. <laughs> and the first car is looking at the last, the th- third car looking down at the pen going, you know, if I just pull this, <laughs> if I just pull this, we'll be moving so much faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I laughed because I'm like, I kind of believe that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like as humanity, like when you look at a movie like Star Trek and you see all of humanity has united behind doing something. Right. I would love to see that day. I would too. That would be my goal. That would Nothing would make me happier. And I don't know how you do that. I don't know because, you know, I think I've mentioned to you in the Warhammer 40K universe, um, it does happen. Yeah. But it's you. everyone loses a lot of their rights. But it's for the right reasons. Right. He unites. There's this guy named the Emperor. He unites all of humanity. 
because there's terrible things out in space that are coming to right. attack. And he's like, we're either going to stand together or we're fucking dead. So here's what's going to happen. We conquered you. You join us or you're going to be subjugated. You're joining us one way or the other. Right. You're either doing it by free will or we're going to force you to do it. And if we force you to do it, we're going to leave people here to make sure that you follow what we do. And right. they were brutal. They brutally, they're pretty fascist in a sense, you know, and they're kind of like, you know, you guys will always sacrifice yourself for the empire because right. that's the only way we survive. Right. As as a group. It's sacrificing one for many. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, you're going to give up your rights because if you don't have your rights, you know, if you do have your rights, you're going to be fighting all this stuff. We're going to die. We don't have time to argue. We have to do this. So although you look at that, you're like, that's fucking scary. It was done for the right reasons. So I don't know if that's what happens. Where someone's like, we're uniting all of humanity under this one like amazing person who's like, fuck your rights. Fuck whether or not you think you can do this. We have to survive as a group and go elsewhere. Or we're just going to sit here and bicker until we die. If there was an impending alien invasion, mm-hmm. uh, then yes, I would agree with you. <laughs> Otherwise, no. Sure. <laughs> I think stripping people of their rights uh, plunges us back 200 years mm-hmm. and is a very dark place to go. Sure. Like, I don't, I don't think that that would solve anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we would probably unite and get things done... I'm again at what cost? Like the the fact that you have like your 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 basic human rights and your free will is taken away. Like sure. that's no life. Like it's yeah. it's to me it's quality versus quantity. Like I'd rather have I'd rather have you know rights and, and the ability to do things than to be you know uh, I then I don't I don't even know how to finish that analogy. But no, I know what you're you know what I mean. Like I would I would rather I, yeah I don't know. Well, the most uh, recent version of Battlestar Galactica tackled this problem a little bit, too, uh, throughout the show, which is, if you haven't watched it, you should definitely check it out. It's great. Okay. But what happens in that show is a group of machines essentially destroys all of humanity except for 50,000 people. Okay. And these 50,000 people are spread out through several different ships, and they're traveling through space. They're trying to find a planet to inhabit while outrunning these these machines. Um at one point, essentially what happens is, um, as time goes on, you realize that there's certain groups, like there's a ship that just produces fuel. Okay. And people who are born on the ship, that's what they do. It becomes a caste system, more or less. Okay. And there's people, or they're assigned that if they have any sort of, like, proclivity to that sort of stuff, they're like, you're going to that ship. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. And so... You know, people are like, oh, man, you know, this is crazy that, you know, I, I'm forced into doing this for the rest of my life. This is dangerous work. I don't want to do this. And the military essentially like, I don't care. We need fuel. If we don't have fuel, we're fucking dead. Right. So you either do your job or we're going to force you to do it. That doesn't really raise morale, but that's the situation. They're yeah. In. Similar situation is there was a there's like eight different religions, if you so to speak. And one of them was severely anti-abortion. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes, severely anti-abortion. They're like they don't believe in it. It's like you, you, you know, too bad. And at one point, the president, you know, there's a huge debate. The president, who was a female, she's like very big on she's pro women's rights, everything like that. And then all of a sudden, she was like, "We have fifty thousand people. We have to abolish abortion because the only way we survive is by producing." Interesting. We have to do this. And I look at these sort of situations, they're dire situations. Sure, you're, you're literally at the end of humanity. I mean, exactly. so I, I in the, yes, I get it, yeah. Sure, I mean, there's a, there's a situation where it's like rights are going to be suspended because we have to survive. As we stand as it is, I mean, there's shitty parts of the world. You know, terrible things are happening, obviously. But in general, we're better now than we were several thousand years ago. We have more things. We actually have a moment where you and I are sitting here on a podcast debating right. and pontificating about rights and this and that. We don't have a dire. We don't have like a, we're not a, you know a group of cavemen wandering around trying to find food. Sure, you know, where someone you know is <laughs> holding us back or whatever. We're like fucking kill him because he's holding us back. Right. If we don't do this, we're dead. Right. We don't have that situation. Right. No. Yeah. I mean that. It's yeah. It's not. It's definitely not to that. Yeah. Exactly. So we have the ability and the time, and the right, I suppose, to discuss this and right. debate this and make sure that everyone is as comfortable as possible. But if some shit happens where all of a sudden the world is at stake, or our safety and our, our survival will kick in. Rights will be suspended, <laughs> and you know it's a situation where you know you may have to just give up some of those rights to survive. Yeah. You know. And how do you be, think? How do you think the the gun toting rednecks would handle that? I think let's let's think of a scenario. Let's think of a scenario like we could go with aliens invading. 
Because, I mean, let me just put this out there. You know, there's the discussion about, you know, uh, increasing the, uh, the, 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 the gun, re- gun reform legislation, mm-hmm. right? Where it's, uh, you know, wanting to do more intense background checks. Sure. And wanting to do, um, uh, if you're on the uh, no-fly list, you can't buy a gun, mm-hmm. right? Restrictions on that. The, and I, 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 I don't know if I unfairly, I, I maybe stereotyping the, uh, the, the redneck hillbilly rednecks, you know, but okay. I feel like that is who, you know, we're sure you ain't taking my fucking gun, yeah. man. You know, like, <laughs> no, I, 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 it's, there are other people than that, you know, there sure. are more well-spoken, but that's just kind of the picture that gets conjured. Of course. Um, they, all they see, all they hear is we want to take your guns and we're going to mm-hmm. do it and we're liberal. And they don't under, They don't hear the no one is trying to take your gun. Mm-hmm. We are saying a better background check needs to be done. Mm-hmm. The gun show loopholes need to be closed. And if you're on a no-fly list, if you've been investigated for terrorism, maybe you don't get to buy one. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's it's not someone coming into your home and taking it. But again, they can't hear. All they hear is we're going to take your guns. We're going to take your guns. You don't get guns. And so I think if someone came in and tried to suspend rights and liberties, those people, those same, that same fraction of people would not go for it. I think sure. they would rebel. I don't think those, and I don't think those people would survive. Honestly, I think I'm okay um, with that. No, <laughs> I mean it as a sense of yeah. you know, those are the people that you know. I just imagine, you, okay, let's. What do you got? An AR-15, assault sure. rifle, a couple, some some guns. Maybe a grenade or two. Sure. All right. The military rolls up to your house. The fuck are you going to do? Stay in my ground right? like exactly. an American. That's, and, and, and at the same time, yeah. I also would love to, on, on their side, be like, do you realize the government can't even set up a, a website, right? Like they struggled to get their healthcare website running correctly. Right. Do you think they can actually organize a way for them to invade your homes and take your guns? <laughs> And not that, but I mean, there was, I don't know if you remember, I think it was, like, it was a year or two ago, some guys were talking about how Obama was doing some sort of like military drills down in Texas okay. and stuff, and how basically it was like the New World Order was happening. Okay. How he was all, it was all just like a front for him, like testing stuff and, and seeing, you know, getting his, the, uh, the military to, you know, s- to scan the area to see what the resistance was. So he could be Emperor Supreme. S- so that he could just overthrow Texas, more or less. Jesus Christ. And I was like, do you really think, do you really, do you, if they did that, what hope do you have? I, yeah. If I, they really wanted to do that, right. what are you going to do about it? Right. You have all you have you whatever as, guns you have. What are you going to do about you that? as Texas? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what are you going to do? Right. If you have the might of the military, you know, you know, just bearing down on you. Right. We got helicopters, tanks, you know, Stealth armored bombers. vehicles. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's my response to that. Like I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just I can't I just can't see people. I, yeah. I just can't see people being like. I think there are some people who wouldn't see the larger picture and, and they would just go, no, fuck you, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a situation where if we had a global catastrophe that allowed that forced us to be like, okay, look, we're martial doing martial law, law. Yep. Yeah. civil liberties are suspended because we have to survive, there will be a significant percentage of the population that just dies out of noncompliance. I, uh, yeah, I mean, Because they, they, won't, they won't understand the gravity of the situation. Um, they won't, you know, they'll, they'll be stuck in where we are now. We're like, no, 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 no. These are my rights. You can't do this. And they're like, you don't, we have time. Yeah. We don't have time to debate this. This is what we're going to do. You either get on board or you're fucked. Right. Like that's, what's going to happen. Like we could even, you know, let's take a zombie situation. Zombie outbreak has happened. All right. <laughs> Love how we get to zombies let's somehow. Do okay. So like all of a sudden the government's like, Hey, look, uh, here's what's happening. Uh, we got to quarantine these areas. We got to do this. We got to do that. And like, you can't quarantine this area. This is my land. It's like, get off the fucking land right now. Right. You get off the land or you're dead. We will shoot you. <laughs> or like people, are like, you have to let me through this quarantine. My mom's on the other side. Tough shit. I'm sorry. You right. can't go in there. She's being held without her, you know, without her rights. She doesn't have any rights right now. She's in the quarantine zone. Sorry. Tough shit. Get the fuck out of here. Right. You know, if someone decides they're going to go and like, I, th- I feel like where we are now, I don't want to say it is like we're cushy. Okay. 
But we have the luxury of thinking about all these things and, and talking about, you know, I mean, we've we've progressed so far with like gay gay rights and, uh, you know, I've talked to people, you know, or done a little bit of research about people who are talking about gender identity. Mm-hmm. There's so much like with gender identity that I don't understand. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. you talked about non-binary mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Jill and I looked it up. There's like 20 different subcategories under non-binary. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck any of this stuff means. Right. It's like there's gender fluid. There's like all these sorts of things. I'm like, all of that shit would be irrelevant in the f- event of a zombie apocalypse. You are, you are. It doesn't matter if you're. A we man, don't have time woman, to discuss who can go pee in what potty. Like we don't. We're all gonna be shitting in holes for a while because it's it's yeah. You're yeah. at that point. You are a person. That all is of it. that yeah. stuff is completely wiped out. We don't. We, it's not even an issue anymore. Right. Like we don't give a shit. Abortions out the window. People are like, whatever, man. We're trying to survive. Like we can't tell each other right. whether or not we're having an abortion, and well, we can go to debate about it. Like, no one gives a fuck. Like it's survival at the highest degree, and you know when you think about it that way, it's terrifying. But at the same time, it reduces what I think is at the very base level. If you can't even look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, okay, the psychologist who was basically like, here are the five different levels of things. At the very bottom of the pyramid is like food, water, sleep shelter like the basic things and as you go up mm-hmm. there's more and more subjective things at the very top is self-actualization okay so right now we're hanging out towards the top of the pyramid something happens we're going to that base level what do we need we need food right we need we need shelter right we need to we need to eat we need to drink i we- feel like you're making a big argument right now on the fact that something big is about to happen do you know something because you're really getting into the fact that we're stripping people's rights right now guys pokemon go is live <laughs> right now <laughs> And how how what happens when some guy goes to find a Pokemon and he wanders into someone's house to get it? I do. Well, you know. Hey, <laughs> wandering into my house, he gets shot. There's a Squirtle in here. I'm trying to get him. I'm shoot you in the face. No, a Squirtle. He's in your bathroom. I'm just trying <laughs> to get him. I'll be around shortly. <laughs> Honey, he's trying to squirt on me. Shoot him. I don't know nothing about no Squirtle. <laughs> what? Squirtle? You ought to know that one's a piece of shit anyway. <laughs> no one wants Squirtle. I don't know any other... Go get your Pikachu. That's the only other one that I know. There you go. That Squirtle was a terrible name for it. <laughs> Squirtle. But seriously, do you know something about to happen? What? <laughs> Are you bracing for something? What would I know? I don't know. You look at me. I'm a, I'm a pretty cynical dude. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, it's happening. Let it happen. <laughs> Let us. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You would be. You would be the most complacent of all to have your rights stripped. You would. I know. You. You would be if that happened. You'd Practical be like, Doug would definitely kick yes. in. I'd be like. We have to do this. Because, again, survival and practical Doug are pretty much the same. Right. It's like what – you know, yeah, I mean, let's, let's – But, like, in a, but taking it to a reality standpoint, like mm-hmm. where we are now, mm-hmm. and obviously something like that I, – I mean, look, tomorrow something could happen like that. Sure. But odds are we're probably not going to yeah. face that scenario anytime yeah. in the very near future. And honestly, I think this is a great luxury that we have right now because every day these things that we're debating, right. we're bringing ourselves up to a higher point. In, in a lot we're of, moving up the pyramid. We're moving up the pyramid right. in a sense that, like, you know, when I hear the, the gender identity, my initial reaction is like, okay, all right, guys, really? There's not just man and woman. There's more. What the hell's gender fluid anyway? You just decide what you are every day. But you know what? I've never been exposed to that. What if someone does feel that way? I want to know about this. Well, no, not what if. Yeah. I but, mean, they yeah. do feel that way. Yeah. Sure. You feel that way. Great. Let's talk about that. Let's give me more information about how that is because this is a new thing to me. Right. You know, and, you know, it's the same thing like with, you know, gay rights and stuff like that. You know, years ago, people didn't talk about that shit. Right. It's like, no, 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 that doesn't happen. It's like, yeah. well, no, it does. No, I, I, yeah, I agree. It's, and we're, we're break, we're, and it's it's an all slow, arduous process. And I think that's the thing that that is at the front of the conversation right now or, or that I think that actually needs to be how slow it is being discussed though it is things are moving and we are we are better than we were you know a thousand years ago 200 years ago mm-hmm. 50 years ago like things are better it's a re- better is a relative term sure. because things are still shit like there and i think the conversation there needs to be and i don't know i don't have the answer to how you expedite that conversation but i feel like and again i i, I don't 
I, it was funny. I was driving the other day. I was coming back. I can't from, remember from where, but I had the thought. I was like, what if we just sectioned off, like, essentially you did, you built three new countries. Mm-hmm. And you took everyone who was bigoted and you put them in one. And you said, look, you guys can go live in your all white colony and you're just, you, you have your, have your shit thoughts, have your whatever you want, have all the guns you want. Blow your all your face off. It's called Mississippi, right? And then you took another one, and you took all the uh, you know all the people that are you know hate that group, or all the people like just and you fraction everyone, and then you just like I would (laughs) in my head I'm just like I just want to live in a place where people who just want to live together just are yeah like because like they're you've you've seen both sides like you've seen uh, you know as of late you've seen people who are you know hashtag Blue Lives Matter. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag All Lives Matter. Hashtag this. Hashtag that. And it, it there is such venom that is spit onto the other sides from each of the, their own sides. And then you see the people who are posting who are like, "Look, guys, you know what? What the police did was bullshit. And absolutely, those cops need to be. They need to be, you know, fried essentially for what they did. But it." A peaceful protest did not need to have and I've seen people who have posted like basically saying in a very neutral way all of this is a problem yeah and yes like not detracting from the the hashtag black lives matter because um, I actually saw a really cool article that that said um, the people who change the 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 basically the lives matter whatever you put in front of that you know black blue all whatever it is I saw someone who said you know you can have the conversation about all lives matter without what did they say they said it really eloquently essentially it was saying don't take away from someone's movement don't change black lives matter to all lives matter have a separate discussion about all lives matter yeah and i and that, i think that like i've seen people posting more about that of like no we're still standing behind the hashtag black lives matter movement but also that doesn't mean that we need to be violent to everyone else. Like it's just the conversation about the injustice to one section of people needs to be heightened. And I mm-hmm. think that is what, as a society, as a world, that's where we need that conversation needs to be expedited. Sure. The conversation of the, the conversation of this group of people is being treated different than everyone else. Like mm-hmm. they're being there. It's more criticized. It's more harshly criticized. Sure. And the there are I, I've seen way less people post from a neutral standpoint than I have from viscerally from one side or the other. And I feel like we're so once big we on just neutral, there being two sides. Right. I, it's I, Republican, it's Democrat. Right. You what know, about it's, it's this, it's that. It's this, it's that. It's like there's always just one, you know, that's boring. I want multiple sides here. I want, you know. That's what I'm I, saying. Like, that's how, that's how I feel like that's how a true conversation gets started is when you can take it's it like from. It's like in World of Warcraft. Stand in the, your alliance, your horde. Right. Where's the third party? Stand in the middle and talk to both sides. That's yeah. what needs to happen. It needs there's a, a larger conversation that needs to, and one side obviously needs to do more listening at this point. But you know, it's just you know it's always A or B. That's it. That's all. Those are, those are your choices. And I'm like, man, right. really? Is yeah. that it? Is there really only two choices here? And I feel like that's what we're used to. We're used to this, this or this, right? And one's right, one's not. Yeah. I'm like, mm, really. Can there can there be a third option? Right. Can there be a fourth, a fifth, sixth option here? Yeah. Like, can we have multiple? <laughs> does it just have to be two choices? Right. I'm tired of that shit. Right. And you know, going back to the point, how you know you basically were in favor of segregation. Um, Ooh, okay, look, look, look. <laughs> we're gonna put I'm people not, in their place. I'm not saying s- <laughs> segregate in that manner. I'm saying, I, I mean, yes, you could look at it as I was saying segregation, but it was, it was more, it was. I guess I look at it as bigoted segregation. I'm being shitty. Yes, you what? are. Thank <laughs> you for completely throwing me under the bus. You know exactly what, what I was trying to say. These people over here. These people over here. No. What? <laughs> what I'm my my thing with that is I. Do you think it's a good thing? Basically, I just don't want to deal with people who have bigots. I don't want to fucking deal with. Them. Go live in a fucking island where you can hate everyone and go fuck yourselves. That's basically that's it. Like, yeah, go over there I'm and trying fuck to fuck yourselves. I'm trying to think of a more neutral way to say it, but essentially, if you have, if you don't like another group, go yeah. fuck yourself. I don't want to hang out with you. I will say this much: as shitty as it is to hear, like you know, there's 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 the side that you that you just don't like or you don't agree with. Right. I think it is a good thing to hear it. 
Because I feel like if you put yourself in a vacuum with only the stuff that you agree with, it's not as useful. I will agree to that. And I found myself, you know, I feel like Facebook or Anarcho or Facebook allows you to do that very easily because <clears> you can just be like, oh, don't like this person. Oh, don't like that. You can right. prune whatever you want to get that, that lane of right. stuff that you right. like and you agree with. But I think it's a good thing to challenge yourself to be like, cool. I'm going to hear this other side of the argument to see if there's anything valid right. in there. There's maybe a bunch of shit, but there may be a point in there where I can be like, oh, interesting. Never thought of that. Right. You know. Um, well, and the thing I like, because when the, when the whole, when the Dallas protest erupted the other day, we actually, uh, we came home, you know, and, and we flipped on the news and I, we, we flipped on Fox News mm-hmm. and we never watch Fox News, but I was, Beth made a good point. She was like, I want to, I'm just curious to see how they're spinning this. Mm-hmm. Like what, what they're taking, like how... Because you know how NBC is going to mm-hmm. approach it. You know how, you know, CNN is going to approach it. You know, and just, she's just like, you know, something that is, like, are they going to take it mm-hmm. to that fucked up side that they often do and, and blame, put the blame in the wrong place? And it was just interesting because I feel like if you do open yourself up to just looking, not believing it, you don't have to change your views, but listening to the other side, it just, it, it, you you may learn something new. You mm-hmm. may find those points you didn't think about, but you also will find strength in your arguments because you can you can hear what you don't agree with, and you can you can strengthen your own Absolutely. resolve and your own arguments of like, well, that is that's what they're thinking. Fascinating. I didn't realize that. So here's how I'm going to change my argument. So so maybe they'll hear what I'm saying. Exactly. You know, and and it could. Yeah. I mean, that can open up. Yeah. My brother challenged himself when he was in college for one year to just watch uh, or read conservative news. Oh, my uh, news. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, can't, I couldn't do it. And he did it. He did it for a year. For an entire year, he watched Fox oh. News and read conservative uh, uh, publications and things like that just oh, to you know, see what he could get out of it. And every, time, and every now and again, I'll do this something similar. I'll do it for a few hours at most, right, but I right, wouldn't right. do it for a year. But I'm like, I'm curious because I, you know, there's, it's, it's learning something else. That I want to learn a perspective. A lot of it, unfortunately, is opinionated. It's not very factual based. Which I because yeah. someone will post something That's or there'll be a link to something. Right now. Yeah, very much yeah. so. But you go to a site and you're just like, this seems like you know. You know, you're in a fun place where it's like buy gold on the banners on the sides. <laughs> That's always the best. Um, but I, uh, it's it's. I've always found it to be interesting, and I found it to. I, I agree with you. You can find nuggets in there that may be worth. Noting to be like, oh, okay, I didn't consider that. And it also gives you something because if you hear so much noise coming from one particular view, you're like, if someone posts something else that's kind of in the opposite view of you, you're like, maybe I could take a look at this and just see if there's any validity to it. Is this guy just a crackpot who's right. just like trying to go against the grain or is he right? Or is there any sort of validity to it? And I feel like it's a good thing as opposed to just going like, I know how I feel and this is all I'm going to feel and I'm going to go on and go forth because, again, I used to think that racism was gone. Right, and I thought that was fine until I saw and witnessed and talked to people, you know, who'd had other experiences other than me. And yeah, I feel like it's it's important to learn what that other side is and what you know. As frustrating as it can be to hear it, especially when someone's being a dickhole about it, um, or you can anticipate how someone's going to respond to something just being a dickhole, and you're like, man, fuck this guy. Um, especially if it's not constructive. But when you can hear that constructive stuff or those points that actually kind of make you think for a second. I'm like, that's a positive thing. Right. Where you can look at that and be like, I don't fully agree with you, but that's a good point. Right. And I feel like that's something to consider because if you can get more in the gray as opposed to A or B, right, black or white, what's in the middle that we can sort of like wrap our minds around? I think also the middle ground is where you're going to find the, the and I, I could be wrong in saying this, but middle ground is where you're going to find the healing. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if it's super divided, no one's ever going to listen to the other side. Sure. Like the far left is never going to listen to the far right and vice versa. The far right is yeah. never going to listen to the far left. And I say left and right. You can take it politically or you can take it A and B, black and whatever you yeah. want to say. But like far one side is not going to listen to the far other side. Mm-hmm. And once you start to approach the middle, that's when you can actually have a healthy discussion mm-hmm. and get shit done. And yeah. you can start changing opinion and changing the way things are thought of and looked at. You just have to... You you have to you have to find that bridge and meet and actually have the discussion. But I yeah, the discussion needs to happen. Needs Agreed. To, yeah. You know yeah. what else needs to happen? What's that? The throw down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
tried to go Louis Armstrong there, but I don't know, yeah. I don't know if I was going Louis Armstrong, but definitely sound like it's Louis the first Armstrong. time you've transitioned to the right. Throwdown. I like it. Nailed it. Nice. Nailed it. Today's Throwdown Ooh. is brought to you by Kraft Mac and Cheese. Ooh. Not really. Don't oh. sue us, Kraft. But they if you want to sponsor the Throwdown, that'd hey, be great. Hit us up. Shout out Kraft Mac and Cheese. Hashtag Kraft Mac and Cheese. I love mac and cheese. <laughs> you do. Oh, you're a Velveeta guy, though, aren't you? Ah, I switch back and forth. It's mac, mac and cheese. Doesn't matter. I'm mac and cheese fluid, if you will. Uh, there you go. Well, all right. Um, I mean that in the nicest way possible. Who is, uh, who's Will Smith playing in the Suicide Squad? <laughs> Deadshot. Cool. So today's throwdown. <laughs> I thought it was. I had I had Deadshot written down, but I'm like, I don't want to. You should have just taken the, you had the confidence, man. Just I go have. for it. So today's uh, throwdown is between Deadshot mm-hmm. and Punisher. Ooh. They both use guns. Have we done this one before? No. I don't think we have. Okay, good. No. Um, Dead shot, crack shot, right? He yes. hits his mark almost every time. That's kind of his thing, right? In some stories, the only person that he's ever missed on was Batman. Because Batman's so cool. Because Batman's Batman. Um, and then Punisher, obviously, super tactical. Again, great crack shot. Super crazy. Super crazy. This one would also depend on... Where they're meeting. Where they're meeting. And whether or not the w- one of them has to jump on the other one. Because obviously if Deadshot is set up and ready to go, right? Um, he will... I feel like that's the only way Deadshot wins, though. Really? If if Deadshot has the advantage as far as like being set up and ready to go, I mean, not saying that he can't fire on the fly, but I feel like if he is doing that, he's in the same boat. Like he and Punisher are basically on the same level. Okay. At that point. So in time. if if Deadshot can get the jump, if Deadshot is in his perch ready to go, if Deadshot has himself basically set up to snipe, and his target is the Punisher, right. or like he's you know he's say he's trying to assassinate someone and he sees Punisher, he's like, cool, I'm going to get him too, right? And he he takes him down. I don't feel like the Punisher has. Any hope because Deadshot's a crack shot. He's a dead shot, yeah. yeah. So, but I feel like if they're on equal ground, I feel like the Punisher has the advantage because I know Deadshot is definitely he can handle himself in combat, but mm-hmm. I feel like the Punisher's crazier than him. Okay, and the Punisher is also. Um, uh, well, let's put it this. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say let's put it this. Way. What if what if they were so it's uh, you know. Um, Downtown, some soups like there's a, there's been a big fight. Some superheroes, there's wrecked buildings, turned over cars. There's fires in the street. Shit's kind of going down, and they're kind of they're coming in, and they're they're doing they're doing cleanup for whatever side each of them are separately on, right? They're kind of sweeping the area, making sure there's nothing else kind of left behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, they both round a corner, round a building, mm-hmm. and they they see each other, and they're about a block away from each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, a city block away from each other. And Deadshot's like, Punisher. And Punisher goes, Deadshot. And he's like, wait, we're in different universes, but that's okay. Kill. Kill. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> Begin. And so they start firing at each other. They're, you know, hiding behind cars, this and this and this. Do you think Deadshot could get, like, could he duck, hide, get away, make his way up to someplace and get get his shot on? Like, I feel like the Punisher would have more... Like, do you Improvis- think improv? Uh, you could improv better. Improvisational, improvisational abilities. So you think that De- that Deadshot couldn't shake the Punisher to get to bide him time to get in his nest? Like you think that the Punisher would be on him, like stink on shit? I just I give the. I feel like the Punisher would just have more. I'm just if you ran that simulation in that situation multiple times, I do think Deadshot would win, but I feel like the Punisher would win more okay. than Deadshot because I feel like the Punisher uh is more reckless to for better or worse that could work to his advantage. So what Deadshot's a little more I think surgical. He's a little more surgical and sort of stuff like that. Punisher's whereas just Punisher's like, give grenades. me a rocket yeah. rocket launcher, I'll blow up the building if you're in it. Like right. that sort of stuff. He doesn't care about collateral damage. No. Okay. Um Especially considering that they're, if we're in the aftermath of some fight, I'm assuming there's no civilians or anything like fair, that. So I, th- I feel like he would be more willing to um, do what's necessary. And he'll definitely fucking kill him. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I think feel- Deadshot, though, has a daughter. So mm-hmm. if there were civilians around, this is this would be another interesting take. If there, if there were civilians around, who would win? Mm-hmm. And I think I, I still I think I might give it to Punisher because I feel like his family has been killed. He has literally nothing else to live for. Yeah. And so Deadshot, if, you know, in at least in the movie, I don't know how true it is sticking to the comics as a yeah. daughter, he's got someone to live for. I think he would be a little bit more, uh, he'd, he'd be worried about people around. Deadshot's very much a mercenary, too. Yeah. Like, he, 
the only reason why he, he takes these jobs is to pay, like, support his daughter. Yeah. So, um, I guess to a certain degree, he obviously he's good at what he does, and he may take some enjoyment out yeah. of it. But what he's doing is a job. Yeah. At least that's how he's in, in, interpreted it. He's doing a job. Okay. And I feel like Punisher is like, hey, you're doing bad. I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm a vigilante and murder, 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 death, death, death. Punisher, I look more as the Joker, mm-hmm. where it's just chaos. Mm-hmm. Like Punisher is okay with just like we're gonna create a bunch of explosions and we're gonna get them. Like mm-hmm. it's it's more just like. I think um, it seems yeah. like as long as he can get rid of the bad guys, like I don't think he's willing to sacrifice innocent people, but I think he's willing to, to do what's necessary yeah. to you know, to, to kill his his quarry. All right. So then I think I'm Punisher, gonna Punisher it is. Marvel wins again. Congratulations, Punisher. You just won the throwdown. You won the throwdown. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I know this one was a very hilarious episode. Yes. Uh, brought to you by all of the humor in our bodies. But we appreciate you listening. Yeah, and hopefully I mean hopefully honestly it did just if nothing else, spark some thoughts of your own and just conversation. Because the biggest thing that I think that we want to promote is is conversation. Yeah. Like just like respecting each other and talking about shit, like getting it out there and starting, starting to enact the change. Guys, we're all humans, you know, we're all the same species. And if we can band together, we can conquer the universe. We're we're all on the same ride on this blue marble hurling through space. On this spaceship earth. (laughs) All right. Guys, you can find MindGap on Facebook. You can just look us up there. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. And Justin has a website. Find me online at JustinStrandland.com. Uh, we're, I'm going through puberty, apparently. <laughs> uh, you can listen to this podcast as well as the other one I do every Monday with Mila Stavanovich. It's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. And on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat now, uh, at Justin underscore Michael. <laughs> He's snapping it up, y'all. I'm, I'm snapping and chatting. Um, uh, where was I? At Justin underscore Michael. And then uh, <laughs> while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Review us. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to cover or if you think you want to be on the episode. Uh, if you have something to talk about, let us know. Um, we're always willing to have rando guests on as well. Yes. And uh, 2 East 8th Productions. Check that out. Uh, 2 East 8th dot com. And to stay on all social medias. Guys, thanks so much. We'll see you next week. We love you. Mind Gap Podcast.